Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirana de Hueo. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, you are participating in an experiment within the Department of Astrobiology. There has been some debate within the office regarding the education and protection of the people of the world, and it should be no surprise that Dr. Andrew Michaels considers those to be two sides of the same coin. He has created these recordings, and if they are received well by a sample audience, they will be considered for distribution on a wider scale. Thank you for being here and volunteering to listen. We appreciate your support. Good afternoon. So good to see you. That's right. Come on in. I'm going to work on a basic experiment with you. It might seem simple at first, but um, I think it's much more complex once we get started. And I hope. I hope that you see that. Here, lie down. Face down on the table. I know it's uncomfortable being completely nude. Keep the towel covering your body as much as you need to allow yourself to feel safe and comfortable during this therapeutic process. I know it's not easy to take your clothes off, lie down on a cool examination table, face down, completely prone, and allow someone to manipulate your body and do a therapy, massage, treatment on you, especially when it's experimental, like the one I'm going to do today. You may have had a spinal manipulation before at a chiropractor's. That's kind of what we're doing today to maybe get you to relate to the process. But in reality, it's much different. 
we're going to loosen the muscles all up and down your spine, starting at your shoulders, your neck, the base of your skull. Even work our hands into your scalp. That's right. We're going to work our hands even into your scalp. And then work our hands down. Down the neck on the sides, the muscles. Across the shoulders, down the spine, across your shoulder blades, stretching the spinal column, loosening the muscles all the way down, all the way down. That's right. Making sure your ribs are joined properly and at the same time stretching the spinal column out and checking to make sure the feet and the length of the legs are identical, that your feet align perfectly lengthwise, that you're not favoring or tilting your hip one way or the other. And by stretching, massaging, pulling on the spinal cord, getting it very straight, very loose, back to its normal operating parameters. We are also helping the organs, the liver, kidney function, the pancreas, your lungs, allowing them to expand Take deeply oxygen into the lungs. Allow the body to function at its optimum levels. Relieving the body of aches and pains, toxins, unneeded fluids, water that is collected that needs to flush from the body, allowing the lymph system to drain properly and remove excess fluids and water and toxins and pollutants from the body. 
That's why sometimes when you get a nice therapeutic spinal column procedure, it's important to drink lots and lots of water. And you say, you just said the body is getting rid of excess water. Why would you want to drink more? You don't want to drink excess amount of water, but you want to drink an ample amount. You know, whatever you drink normally in a day, plus a little extra, maybe an extra glass in the morning, and an extra glass at night, or, you know, in the evening. Some people don't like to drink water right before they go to bed, because then it makes them have to get up to urinate in their sleep. And I'm very aware of that. But just drink that extra glass of water. And you think, why Why would we add water when the body wants to get rid of excess water and toxins and pollutants that are in the body? Very simple. By replacing those negative things in your body with cool, clean, pure water. You're allowing your body to flush those things out. And still keep the levels and the nutrients flowing that it needs. You're allowing your body to flush away excess toxins, pollutants, and waste materials. And it does so using water. And you want to keep your pH correct. So you're giving your body the tool the tool it needs to balance its pH by having just the right amount of water to work with. Not an excess and not a lack of it where it has to make it up somewhere else. Pull it from other places. It's important. This is how much water I drink on a normal day. Add a little bit more twice a day to that amount and give your body the chance to flush out those things that it doesn't need for the processes to work. And I can see by looking at the length of your legs and the way your heels go together that your spine is stretched fully now fully and correctly. Your hips are not turned. You're not favoring one side or the other. Your shoulder blades are straight. Your neck is relaxed. Your spine is stretched out. And I can see the rib cage coming fully enveloped with air, the lungs expanding completely. And then as you breathe out, the lungs go back, the rib cage performing perfectly. Everything in alignment, everything in its place. The human body is a sculpture of 
cradle perfection. There are a lot of mistakes from walking upright that have to do with the lungs, removal of um, foreign pollutants from the lungs, choking on food, allowing bacteria and viruses to go down where the body can't flush them out as quickly. Because of the forces of gravity on the air and materials going down our larynx, down our throat, down our esophagus. But there are many beauties the bipedal form of the upright, walking, sentient human being. The mastery and the beauty of freeing of the hands as tools, as living, breathing, blood-filled, bone and muscle and tissue in the form of tools, a multi-tool that can do anything, create anything. The human hand, freed by walking upright, allowed the brain capacity of the human race to expand exponentially to become a tool builder, a builder of bricks, mortar, of stone tools, metal tools, woodworking, carpentry, sculpting, pottery, writing, paper making. It goes on and on. We recorded our knowledge with our written language, the one we spoke. All animals communicate, but human beings were able to record their communications, build upon them, pass them down from one generation to the next. And it was because of these things the human race became more and more developed, more and more intelligent. It wasn't good enough to write these things down. We have to preserve them. So we learned to carve our knowledge into stone. And then into books. And then protect them. Protect these fragile paper pages in libraries. And eventually to put them on electronic discs. Store them in the ether of the internet around us. Large stores of knowledge in air-conditioned, computer-filled chambers, memory banks full of all our data. And we stored these things at the stroke of a key. You could have any access to any knowledge you needed to tool build, to write, to store more. And it just goes on and on and on. I am fascinated by the true perfection of the human bipedal form. That we allowed ourselves to become the ultimate 
tool builder. We no longer needed to develop eyes that could see for miles. No, with our hands, we could build mechanical eyes that could see into the stars or into the microbes beneath our feet. We developed wings. We didn't have to make wings to fly like many creatures did over eons of time. No, we built wings and engines to drive the wind across those wings. And we learned to fly. We learned to navigate. And we learned how to land back upon the earth and do it again. Human beings are so amazing. And I love to take the simple procedure, but it does wonders for the human body. I love to take my hand and place it at the base of your spine and then work the other hand away from it, stretching, pulling, restoring that length, restoring that nice straight spine, stretching it back to its position to get the correct blood flow, bone alignment, and distance for nerves to travel properly, send signals back and forth. You can stop the spine at certain places and lose length, lose the ability to use your legs, your arms, to breathe. It's amazing how all parts of our body tie together, and we should cherish these connections and work to make sure the alignment the blood flow and the health of our spinal cord is indeed well maintained and in good shape. You lose height during the day walking. Your body compresses down. You lose an inch or two in height from the morning to the night. From walking and standing and sitting, all that weight crushing down, crunching down on your spinal column. All the cartilage in all your joints from your ankles, your knees, your hips crunching down, crunching down. And it's amazing that these processes happen on a daily basis. And when we lie down at night in bed and stretch ourselves out, stretch all of that anguish 
anxiety, and all those tired muscles from the work of the day, and the spine loosens up, and it starts to stretch back out again, align perfectly, allow the lungs to pull in those nice, filling, deep breaths of air. You can feel it when you take those nice, strong, relaxed, deep breaths, and all of that air fills your lungs. You feel it. Not those shallow, weak, chest expansion breaths, but the ones that are deep, deep, when the whole lung fills up. Feel all of that cool, refreshing, oxygenated air coursing through your lungs, mixing with your blood, pumping through your heart. How refreshing that is to finally relax and feel the stress of the day go away. I was talking to a friend the other day, so much stress in the world, and I said I'd love to take and stretch your spine from your tailbone all the way up to your neck, making sure every single connection is in proper, perfect alignment making sure with my fingers every single spot on your back, working my way up slowly, one vertebrae at a time, every single spot in perfect alignment, perfect blood flow, circulation, distance, everything perfect for the nerves to continue to send their messages and work my way up. And as I got to your neck, I would have to be very, very gentle. You always have to be gentle around the neck because you don't want to damage it. So fragile strong as we are, all the muscles that wrap around the neck, how strong we are, holding the head high, so quick to react, so quick to protect the brain. The neck muscles are powerful, but it's so easy to cause a kink a little tiny tear in the muscles to cause that little tiny jab of pain in the neck if we're not careful. So we have to be as gentle and as soothing and as careful, just careful, careful around the neck. Massage every single little muscle knot out. 
Every single little tight muscle needs loosened up. It's so important to free the neck, to carry the head, and give you proper movement. And now I see that you're falling asleep on me, and that's okay. I want you to fall asleep. I really do. I'm going to take my fingers and gingerly, literally paint your spinal column from your neck at the very base of your skull. And paint your spine from your skull where it attaches to the top of the spinal column, all the way down to the base. fresh glass of lemon water by the bed. Turn on some soft, relaxing wave sounds. When you awaken, completely refreshed, you can get your clothes back on and come out and join us before you leave and we can talk about the procedure and schedule you for your next one until then it's time to rest good night my friend until I see you again bye bye Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Please take a moment to share, rate, and review this podcast. It really does help. If 
you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardohuel at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.